This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece. Wow, right here on 105.3 The Fan, where our show has an astonishing amount of knowledge about the Diane Lane movie, Unfaithful. And Under the Tuscan Sun. Also... Jacob DeGrom, we said that this was the goal. Jacob DeGrom has started to throw, and Chris Young and the Texas Rangers are saying they're looking at August as a potential return for the ace. He had surgery early June. I'm not sure what day in June, but remember he gets hurt end of April, tries to rehab in May, doesn't work, surgery in June. June 12th was the day of the injury. So you're looking at, well, it was before that, but – if you're looking at it, then you're looking at it going, okay, about 14 months. Yeah. And that's some, and some people would say that's pushing it a little bit, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Now, time for the C Block starring Corey Major. All right, guys, we're going to get into more of these NFL offseason storylines. Oh, yeah. But before we do, I wanted to say thank you to Cleveland Clinic. Guys, I've not gotten flowers for Adrian or candy or anything because I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. But my daughter loves holidays. And, I mean, loves holidays. So much so that once Christmas was over and New Year's, she said, and now we're on to Valentine's Day. And I was like, God, all right. And so now I get to say no when I typically would say yes. So I can just be like, no. And I'm not going to say that to her. Mm. Um... But she's at the hospital doing 10 hours of blood draws right now. Crazy. Now, we signed up for it. It's part of the the clinical trial. Uh, But she'll be there for 10 hours today getting blood drawn every hour. Like a small amount, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're not taking it all. They're not draining her, Mike. Vampires. You said 10 hours of blood being drawn, and I was thinking, well, it has to be small. She's <laughs> up to her, like, keg. Um, But when she got to her room today, on the closet was a big poster that said, Happy Valentine's Day. From Albert Bell? Uh, no, I don't know about that, Mike. What? Cleveland? <laughs> um, She also had a big Valentine's Day balloon, and they also have brought her, they wrote a big note for her on the board, and then she wrote notes back to all the nurses, and they brought her a bunch of Valentine's Day crafts. So that girl right there, she loves crafts. She is, she's doing great right now. So I just uh, wanted to delightful. say thanks to Cleveland Clinic for taking care of that. I guess I'll get flowers tonight, and leave them in the kitchen so that whenever I pick them up tomorrow, they will be Do I remember start. this right? Does she love cheese in general or macaroni and cheese? Mac and cheese. Uh, she loves queso. So it kind of, it is kind of that vein of melted cheese that she okay. loves. Okay. She did argue with me one day whenever I made her nachos and the melted, che- the shredded cheese wasn't melted all the way. She was like. Put that back in the microwave and, and get that melted. I don't want I don't want this shredded cheese, which I'm against. I like shredded tre- cheese, still kind of 
kind of sitting there a little just bit. Warm, yeah, but not, not gooey. I want some of it melty, you know, but some the of outside. it. I'm, yeah, yeah. The, Mike the, knows what I'm talking okay. about. And I will get to the Avery prank in just a moment. And I was just, you've taken some really controversial stands today, whether it's about cheese uh-huh. or pencils. I appreciate that you're like, this is my opinion, damn it. Yeah. And well, and pencils are important. I don't disagree. No matter what Mike thinks. <laughs> I don't think they're used in colleges anymore. I, we got they text. are used. My wife, my wife, my daughter sketches because she is an art major. So she does have classes where she's using different pencils sometimes just the regular pencil for the shading but i don't think she has to take scantrons anymore like when you say something mean to where you're growing yeah hold on somebody says does Corey make nachos with shredded cheese what yeah is it but do you get the block or do you already buy oh, it pre-shredded? Dude, she wants nachos every day after school, so it's already pre-shredded. Yeah, that has the anti-caking mix on it, so it makes it tougher for it to melt. Oh, really? So when you buy like a block of cheese, like for whatever, two fifty, three bucks. No anti-caking mix. No anti-caking, but you do have to shred it yourself. But we had a whole party at our house when we were poor, and you got a free shredder that it's just like this circle thing, and you just... Oh, yeah, those things are awesome. And it comes out of the circle, and you're like, this was worth it. Now, we had to invite over friends, and they had to go through this whole thing where they had to eat the guy's chicken and everything and their vegetables. And they're like, hey, do you guys want to throw a party at your house? Would you guys like any of this uh, cookware? Mm-hmm. And we're like, and it was a long dinner. It was like a two-and-a-half-hour dinner. And you what the hell free, are you talking you got about, a free Mike? cheese grater for it. Yeah, we did it. We need to have more parties. Um, Wait, would you, you have little, to buy something? You pretend yeah. that you're interested. It's like a yeah, Tupperware party. Like, you're like, hey, oh my gosh, what? I do need all this Tupperware. We're poor right mm. now, um, but what was we would like pitch? the cheese grater thing that you guys said we would get for free if we invited over oh. Can you imagine being friends? that sales guy, too? You're like, hey, guys, y'all throw a party at your house. All these they, people might they buy bring over the chicken too, and we'll give you we'll give you chicken, yeah, and a cheese grater, chicken thighs, and you're just like hell yeah, the cheap chicken. But I like I like chicken thighs. I think they taste better than chicken breast. And nothing against chicken breast, but chicken thighs taste better. Thighs are the best. It's a fact. I'll go. I'll remember the name of this brand that I had that uh, he came over to my house and cooked for us for a while, and then Bo our Pilgrim. friends were like, "That was a long time." And we're like, please, "Yeah, please but we do. got a cheese grater." That's nice. Off-season storylines. <laughs> How do the Bengals handle their wide receiver position? Now, Kevin, as we learned yesterday, T. Higgins expected to get the franchise tag. Yes. So he'll be paid heftily. Jamar Chase is extension eligible this offseason and could fetch a huge deal, making him the highest paid player at his position. And I don't know if you saw Justin Jefferson's comment. He, it's weird. Justin Jefferson's like, hey, Kirk Cousins are bust. He said, hey, it doesn't matter who my quarterback is. And then he says, hey, I want to know what quarterback y'all are bringing in here before I sign my deal with you guys. And then he said he loves Kirk Cousins. And, I, and, and he's also the one that's like, throw the effing ball, Kirk. Yeah. Um, so, but listen, it's Justin Jefferson. You, you'd cater it to him over Kirk Cousins by any means. He's the, that's the star of your team. You need to put him in the best position. So I guess it doesn't sound like they're bringing Kirk back then if he's the number one supporter of it. Is it Pampered Chef? 
I'm trying There's to find it. There's a lot it. of people who Salad are Master? It. Salad Master. That's it. <laughs> I want that as a drop. I don't know why. <laughs> it would come in handy. That's it. I got a Salad Master cheese grater and also something else that we never use. We did it. Sorry, Corey. I didn't mean to derail you. But Buffs. I do kind of think that makes it sound like that. So the Chiefs have, or, or not the Chiefs, the, the Bengals in an interesting situation with lots of money to spend. Uh, they do have, here's the number, $61.3 million in available cap space to play with this offseason. Fascinating to see how they, though, deploy all that money to these receivers and uh, and also make themselves better for, hey, they have an, uh, an uphill climb with, uh, with what the Chiefs just accomplished. Do running backs continue to struggle to find lucrative contracts this offseason? I, I think so. Regardless of the success of the 49ers with Christian McCaffrey, I, I really do, especially because it depends on the running back, right? Because, like, the two that immediately jump to mind, Derrick Henry, he is older. Are you going long-term lucrative with that? Or Saquon Barkley, he has had injury problems. Are you going long-term lucrative with that? Probably not on both ends, so I think they do. I agree. There's just no – there's there's nothing to prove over the last two decades of football that a guy's going to be a good running back by the age of 30. You have to – you're scared to death when they hit about that age. And then sometimes you can wear them out in a hurry. Zeke wore himself out, mm-hmm. to to be honest, with what he was yes. doing off the field. But obviously, all the workload that he had on the field, too, was the burning the candle at both ends for him. And so I just I look at it and I go, no, there's just it, it doesn't make any sense. Now, to pay somebody on a one-year deal... And say, hey man, I think it's a he, different deal. I got yeah, one year, absolutely. twelve million. One year, fifteen million. Because they still have it, but I cannot invest more than that after a guy's played five years in the NFL. I also got a walk from Salad Master. Nice. We don't, we don't use it much. In the six eight two, not long term, but what about lucrative short term? And I could see that being an option for a lot of these guys. And those names here are the names. You, I mean, you mentioned one of them: Jacobs, Barkley, Pollard, Derrick Henry, and Austin Eckler all in the market at the same time and i'm just kind of curious which one the cowboys go after the, well look for the, their super bowl the championship austin eckler one this is, is a shame because he's a touchdown machine yep. and now he had one more year to continue to show it and i thought he was going to cash in big and then he got hurt and so I, that's going to be tough for him but i could see on the flip side like you were talking about some of these teams if they're like hey if we can just get derrick henry we'll win all of the Super Bowls, or we'll win this Like they Super did Bowl. in Tennessee? Yes. Well, not that. But if you're a team oh. that you think is closer, I could see how you go the one-year route, and they're like, hey, you got to come here because we'll make it work. I think the Cowboys draft their next running back in the second through Agreed. fourth round. That's their MO. Like that's They're just like, we'll just go as cheap as possible, uh, young as possible, and just kind of and move forward from there without adding anything else. Uh, the top three teams to watch this season, and even this offseason, would you agree that these are them? The Jets? Because of Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I'm, I'm not leaning that way heavily, but they already got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh, aren't they just worried about him coming back? And that's why I don't think I, I understand why. I don't think I do agree with the Jets because I'm like, that's fine. You can put all the window dressing around it you want, but if Aaron Rodgers doesn't work out. Quarterback it, away. It was for nothing. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Number two, the Packers. Agreed. Like agreed, that team, you, agreed, you're, they found agreed. their quarterback, and now we're all about to be terrified of Jordan Love for the future. 
just listening to him on Micah's podcast and the way he broke down, like we knew y'all how, what y'all were bad at, and y'all couldn't figure it out. Y'all couldn't figure out we were just chipping you. We we're doing these little things to keep you from getting to me. I knew I was going to have to take a hit, but I got rid of the ball. I knew those things, but we knew how to beat y'all. Uh, and so just knowing that there. And then the Texans, that's the number one team to watch this offseason and next year. Kevin, what they did in the draft last year to put themselves in position for what they did this year. They took the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Now, I realize they got picks two and three to make that happen, but still, I think they are because... Did that happen the year before? Was it Garrett Wilson and the and Sauce Gardner? Is that back-to-back years? Ooh. Yes, I believe so. And... And, well, I guess I just said the Jets weren't one of my teams to watch. So, I I guess maybe that's what makes the Texans so intriguing is, can they build on this, or will they be that one-year flash that I think we're kind of curious about Jacksonville, right? Like, Jacksonville had their flash, and you're like, holy crap, look out. But not in their rookie quarterback's first year. Exactly. And then they fell back down, and we'll see if they can get back up. Same thing with the Texans. Did they just flash? Or are they like, no, this was just the start of something awesome that we created. You didn't say the Detroit Lions, but didn't we read that they have like fifty million in cap space work. to yeah, like work with? So a team yeah. that was a twenty-four to seven was that a halftime lead? Was that twenty? I believe that is correct. They were up twenty-four to seven to go to the Super Bowl at halftime, and they have what from what I understand, they can spend upwards of fifty million dollars to improve that situation. And they were, and they had a lot of good players at young that are young at really good positions. Yeah, uh, Laporta, so uh, St. Brown, Jackson, you know, Jameer Gibbs. They have a lot of players that are and a tough offensive line. So, it's, uh, um, and then lastly, yesterday morning, uh, since Adrian is in Cleveland with Lucy, uh, I what um. Avery's 16, so he took my car. My earbuds were in my car. So his where he was at track, he's at Plano for track. Plano Senior. Yeah, Plano yep. Senior for track. And so he's that's where he parks his car for track. And Carter's kind of real close by. So when I dropped Carter off, I was like, I'm just going to swing through with my spare key and get my earbuds out. Well, while I was there, I was like, do I have a pencil? And of course I had a pencil in my car because I love sure. pencils. But I said, do I have a pencil and a piece of paper? And then I drew a little eyeball and then a C and U and I put it on the steering wheel and locked the door and left. And around 1030, I got a message from Avery that said, bro, somebody broke into our car. <laughs> he and called you, bro. He, called, he <laughs> says bro in his text. He didn't say <laughs> it in my face, but he texts it all the time. He said, bro, somebody oh. broke into our car and left me a note. And I went, huh? And then he took a picture of it and sent it to me. And the rest of the time I just spent going, hold on. So you're telling me somebody got into the car, oh, left yeah. you a note, and then just left? And we were going through this. Con- and he was like, I think it's Carter. It looks like Carter's handwriting. I was like, how did Carter get how'd there? How did Carter get in there? Okay, thank you. What Carter is he doing at his car at 1030 in the morning? Was he leaving school? Uh, he, he just left track and was heading over to his other school. Yes, he has an... He go he goes to a different school, so it's Plano. weird. It's I weird. Plano does I know, it. It's weird. <laughs> they only have two years in the the high school system. Very strange to me. But then he's like, I think Carter did it. I'm like, how do you, how would he do that? And he's like, I said, did you leave the car locked? And he was like, yes, it was locked. I promise. And then he, uh, I said, I said, are you looking over your shoulder? And he was like, what do you mean? I said, you need to watch your back, dude. Somebody's after. Oh my you. god. And then a, a little like he was really starting to panic, and he asked me, he was like, should I? Should I reach out to the police? 
That's when I sent him a screenshot of the tweet that I sent out yesterday and said, is my son going to freak out about this? And he was like, mm. he said some word that I can't really say on air. Salad oh. master. Yeah, salad master. That was- <laughs> Man, that's, that's some excellent work that you're doing back there, Alec. That is excellent, excellent work. And I said, yes, it was me all along. So that was the prank that I played on my kid that had him scared for at least two hours, and it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Why tremendous. wouldn't you keep it going and say, already called the police? Oh, I should have done that. Is, I already at that did. point, is it too far? Or? Yeah, well, I don't know. I, we're, we're, they're already searching your car. You better yeah. get all the drugs out of the car right now. I did that once. We got pulled over on the highway, and he was in the car with me. And I looked over at him, and I was like, because I was speeding. And I said, do you have any drugs on you? You need to hide them right now. And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm 12. Anyway, back to you guys. I got stopped in Buffalo mm-hmm. when I was playing for the Bisons. Mm-hmm. I accidentally sped through um, a school, school zone. zone. I didn't realize oh, it, the and then they stopped me, and I have on I had Texas plates, and it was near the end of the year, so some of my car was packed up to drive back to Dallas, and the guy said, do you have a gun? Because I have Texas license Makes plates. Yeah. And I said, no, and I was really scared. He goes, uh, you're from Texas. I thought you might. Did it make you feel better that the cop was doing bits? Yeah. Okay. If you have a gun... Still gave me a ticket, though. Gun owners, if you have a gun in the car with you when you get pulled over, don't you need to let them know? Yes. Like, you should definitely say, hey, guys, yes. I have a concealed weapon on me yes. right now. Y'all need to know, or it's somewhere around. I Correct. think it's... I don't know if that's law to do it, but I think it's probably best practice. For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's do a little NBA crime and punishment, but also... Is moving on from Michael Gallup an easy thing to do? And what other Cowboys are on that exact list? Let's talk about it next right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Second and goal. Snap to Prescott. Looks left. Slant! Gallup! Touchdown! That was right now. Regular season. Yes, that is true. Or down 27. Can't see this. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're going to talk about moving on from Michael Gallup and maybe how many other players are on that list. But a couple other things I want you to know first. Usher drew a Super Bowl halftime record 129.3 million viewers. So that's about 6 million viewers more than the average for the Super Bowl itself. That's awesome, man. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And he took off his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. If you had nipples, that cashed. He in the will he show his nipple or not? Yeah, everybody ticket. does. I, I guess people yeah, you could probably be born not. without them, but yeah. I don't. I've never heard of that, but I'm sure it's a rare form Look, of human. Corey, you're looking at me. I meant for the people who placed their bet on will Usher show his nipple. Oh, Why I do you think it. he was sweating when I turned it over. He was sweating a lot, and that was before the roller skate rink. Have you ever danced in front of the world? Nope. <laughs> Like, that's what was happening. Asked, I, I was really invested in his answer <laughs> like to that's, that question. That is, I'm going to presume that, A, the effort if of I dancing. If I dance right now, I'm not going to start sweating. But you also weren't on the football field 
It's in, in a coat. It's indoors. I understand it's indoors. Wearing yeah, a coat. Yeah, but he ripped off his shirt. Just and to I thought get he would to, stop sweating, but he sweated more. Just to get to the end zone where he started must have taken uh, an effort to get there. Did he have two, two wardrobe changes? Was he wearing the white to then the no shirt to three, then I the think. three? I think three, oh. yeah. Okay. Because then he put on the pads, and he had the blue stuff on while he was skating. That was awesome. You know what else is awesome? Something Travis Kelsey did at the Super Bowl parade today is somebody was in the crowd with a cutout, like a life-size cardboard cutout of shirtless Jason Kelsey, but it had a head hole so he could put his head there like he was shirtless. Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey walking the streets while wearing his WWE championship belt, saw that guy, grabbed the cardboard cutout, put his head into it, chugged a beer, and then gave it back and high five the guy. That's awesome. That was awesome. That is those two those two dudes do love each other as brothers. And hopefully my sons will love each other that much one day. Cause right now it's it, it probably took some time questionable. though. You go to teenage Kelsey's, I bet they were arguing with each other all the you time. You know, I, I do wonder like whenever because have you heard the college story at I think it's Cincinnati? Uh they were getting ready to kick Travis off the team. Oh. Because his because grades, he was into some recreational things. Oh dear! And the coach or Jason like rec sports yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey goes to the coach and is like, "Give him one more chance. I will take care of it." And he said, "Okay, but this is on you." And so he literally went over to his house afterwards or his dorm or whatever and said, "You're moving in with me now." And then took him under his wing and said, "You're with me. You're not going to be doing it. You're not going to mess all this up for yourself." So like that is a that's a that's probably a big moment when Big Brother comes to you and is like, this is how it's going to be. And then you're like, well, I owe it all to you. And now you have an NFL career, championships. There's got to be a lot of connection in that love. Now, we've been wanting to talk about this for about a week or so. Is I know this spans off an article from NFL.com and like we've moved on from that and everything. But one of the things they did note was one of the things the Cowboys have to do is move on from Michael Gallup. I've seen in some spots they have a projected that you'll save, I think, like $9.2 million if you cut him post-June 1st. I actually still think that number is a tiny bit lower. But are we all in agreement that if that's the type of money, whether it's $7, 9000000 that you're saving off and moving on from Michael Gallup, we all support that? I'm okay with it. I ask you this question back. Will they do a lot of these things? I think you guys have answered this before, but just, hey, we are going to make Dak play on a huge number, so we're going to have to do a lot of these things, or are they going to, we're restructuring Dak on a $300 million contract approximately, and then we cut Michael Gallup, but it's sure. to add a linebacker that I, I actually, Zimmer needs. I actually still think, well... It'll probably be the second one. Like, if we're being honest, it'll probably be the second one. I guess I'm still hoping that they'll either keep the big number or add some more ghost years to make it tough afterwards, but to lower the number. But you're right. I I think it's far more likely they restructure him, give him a big deal, and drop the number. But my hope is when they make moves like this, it's so they can go out and do something else. Yeah, that's my hope as well. Um, But I didn't get his contract's worth of production from him this year for sure and last year i don't know how much of that goes into um 
the coach didn't utilize him appropriately or just he doesn't have it. So that's up to the coaches to decide and tell. But my from my outside looking in perspective, the production wasn't there. It's time to find production somewhere else. I've got some more for you, though. Cooper Rush. Cut him. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm with you. That was faster than I anticipated. I mean, like, I don't hate Cooper Rush by any means. He'll find a job very quickly. Yeah, he'll be just fine. I, I agree with that. As you a can, backup. You can save $2.25 million, up to two point five, depending on how you decide to split it. Why did you trade for Trey Lance? It's not to keep Cooper Rush the next year. Agreed. So... And on top of that, like I can use that money for to add to whatever linebacker I'm trying to get or whatever additional piece I'm trying to add. Now I know this one comes with a lot of baggage. Leighton Vanderesh. Now he doesn't make he doesn't make a lot of money, but if you're going off the idea that he wants to keep playing football and you don't think he can, I don't know that to be the case. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but this is the best case for any Cowboy is you get hurt with a possibly career-ending injury, and then they love giving you a four-year extension at a max <laughs> That deal, is a Jalen reference, like. I believe. But, well, you, but Michael Gallup. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this is what they do. Somehow guys get hurt, and you're like, are they going to come back the same? And the Cowboy's like, yes, they're coming back the same. We're paying them more to come back. And you could save... I know they're not. I know that he's yeah. getting cut or retiring. You could save potentially $3 million if you make the cut right there. He's I, I worth more than that, or at least he was. I'm all, I'm all, listen, man, I can't go into another season counting on him. So if I'm not counting on you by any means, I'll see you later. That's just that's how I stand on that one for sure. And I prefer that he go live his life. Uh, this is this isn't the same kind of situation with, as they tried to spin it with Troy, where they were like, "Look, we're moving on from you, Troy." But yeah, uh, but it is kind of the same thing of dude, like for your health. Uh, I understand the idea of wanting to play and everything, but for your health, just go ahead and take a seat now, and uh, and you got plenty of other things you can do in in life. I'm not trying to drive people crazy. Just asking the question. Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence is under contract for one more year. He, of course, we use the fantabulous ghost years there as well, like they did with Dak Prescott. If you made that cut, I believe you could save upwards of $10 million. I'm going to say no. The problem is, and I'm I'm going to be stupid serious here. What three games do I sit him out so he's not burnt out for a possible playoff run? Because if he can one only of the reasons I wanted to bring, if it he up. can only play in seventeen games a year and in the eighteenth game, which he didn't play bad in, the weird thing is he wasn't bad in yeah, that game. I know overall the defense was, but like, are you saying that you need to be hurt during the season? Or are you saying you need an NBA basketball schedule where I give you just games off? Like, you won't play on Thanksgiving because it's a sun. We play Sunday, Thursday, Thursday. I will give you that game off for sure. You'll never play Thanksgiving the rest of your three years you have left in the NFL. I know I'm being sarcastic and stupid here, but the guy said he was burnt out come playoff time. Yes. So how That's do I, I not, to ask. How do I not burn you out because I kind of need you during playoff time if 17 games is too much for your $20 million a year. Yeah, and I, I do agree with Broadus on, and I think all of us would probably say, yeah, he probably should have used a different set of words. Like, burnout was the Agreed. wrong thing Agreed. to say, and he's trying, probably going to try and figure out how to revisit that. But he still does some things well. 
Sure. But he's a major leader in my locker room. And my locker room fell apart late in the season again. So that's where I have, I'm like, man, do I need to find somebody else that can take over that locker room? Do I need to have other people get ready to go ahead and be that person? Because I can't have that happen again. I can't have one of the leaders say, we just, we wore down. I, I'm curious if we have that person. I, and and that's another part of, you know, like Mike was asking, well, how, how are we utilizing this? Are we going to buy players? Or are we going to just draft and hope? You know, like that's where, so it feels like I have to keep him. Although if I have a really good plan and connections with lots of uh, agents, I'm, I'm replacing that pretty quick. Let me ask you, can I ask you one more? Go ahead. I okay. do think that, I'm not saying you do this with all players, but I feel like, because, Mike, let me ask you this. When when you cut a guy like that or move on from a guy like that after something like that, doesn't that send a message to everybody else? I would think so. Um, I don't know what message you can send to this Cowboys organization. Okay. It's such a soft organization. But I look at it and go, some of the good organizations would look at it. Like we talked about Tyron Smith three years ago. Yeah. Dude, if you can pick up a late first right now or a mid-second or, you know, like a second yeah. and a fifth, like – you know that they're near the end. Maybe there's one more or two more good years left in them. But if somebody's like, hey, we have $60 million in cap space, just using the Lions, for example. I'm just, for example, or a Houston Texans team that's paying their quarterback nothing. Sometimes they'll go, are we going to get a Demarcus Lawrence in the second or third round? What if we just trade our third round pick and get a now player for the next two years? We have all the cap space in the world, but the Cowboys, they're, it's, it just takes too much time and effort to think that way. Now, I've got one more for you, and this is not in terms of sending a message or anything like that. Just basic production question. Would you move on from Brandon Cooks? Can probably save you seven million dollars. I keep him around. Okay. Yeah. For, I think, I for seven million dollars, I would keep him too. Okay. He's a good receiver, dude. And that thing started to grow a little more as the season went on. Hopefully they can re- revisit and rehab that happen. I would say the Jones family is moving on on this list from Michael Gallup and Leighton Vander Esch. And Cooper Rush. And, yeah, I'll say Cooper Rush because they did trade a fourth-round pick for Trey Lance, the third overall pick. So I'll say those three guys is what is going to happen. If you're asking me what I would do, obviously I would move on from the quarterback as fast as I can, and that's not going to be a decision the Cowboys are going to make. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. You're welcome. It's time, courtesy of DNM Leasing, for our chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Awesome, Heggy. How are you, you crooner? Is this you suggesting that Ghost is one of the most romantic movies of all time? He died and still made pottery with her. And love. I guess. It's been a long time. No, sex with I ghost? don't think so. Oh, okay. They just I'll made the pottery you. together? Yeah. Scary movie. Okay. Okay. Now, quick note before we get back to the things that really matter. The Astros did officially name Josh Hader the closer and move Ryan Presley up to set up role. I, I'm not that surprised by that. No, but that's a hell... That's the tough thing about Houston is... If you are losing after six or seven innings, because Jose uh, Abreu, not Jose Abreu, is it Jose Abreu? Brian. 
Brian Abreu, thank you. He BA. is really good. Not as good as Presley. Presley's a local product here. And then, uh, obviously, Hater's the best. So, I mean, you do have two premium closers for the eighth and ninth inning in Houston. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Absolutely. Now, we kicked this around earlier. It is indeed Valentine's Day. Ooh, shocker. What do you think is the most romantic movie ever made? Ooh. We quickly <laughs> shot down Titanic. I got it. Whereas, like, yeah, I'll never let you go, but. but and killed him. Except for in this moment. Yeah. yeah this is Titanic, my one and only time. Not it. Can't buy me love. Can't buy me love's really good. Which is. Good call. Yeah, he paid for her love. He bought it. But then it. at the but end, then she jumps out, yeah. back on the lawnmower. Like, you know what? I just love so, you yeah. anyway. You're good to go. Either that or Revenge of the Nerds. You know, what a glorious oh, revenge of the Let nerds. me just real quick. Other than the assault, I feel like I most of say, my childhood was those two movies. Because that movie prominently a features a rape scene. Now, when you yeah. look back at it, you're what? like, what "That's movie? like revenge That's not very of the nerds." Loving. Okay, well, what? Look That's... back at that movie when he puts on the mask. So he could never make with it on the moon. Yeah. Oh my That's God. not okay. He that got that eight. dude's girlfriend pretending to be him. Yeah. Wow. And he also broke into their sorority house and installed cameras in their showers, didn't he? You can't do he that. Was a you can't do that. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. Wow. The 80s were crazy. And that's one of <laughs> Dawson's choices. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said can't buy me love to start with. Yeah. I like that on the record. Uh, <laughs> underrated movie. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and as a young lawnmower, it was inspiring. Did you, let me ask you this. Did you and have poker player. attractive neighbors no. girl that was no. about your age that you no. thought maybe we lived out in the country which is about the only place in southwest washington that could contain holly proudy okay. and uh we first got to know the proudy family uh you know on summer days you'd open up your windows you didn't have air conditioning in washington state so we'd hear them fighting and screaming at each other bloody murray like mom dad a daughter by the time she was in seventh or eighth grade. She'd been incarcerated two or three times. Oh, no. She tried to burn down our house. Oh, she no. wrote my sister's name in concrete at our in our neighbor's garage when it was being poured and then blamed it on my sister. Luckily, she misspelled the name. Otherwise, my sister would have gone down for that crime. Classic. Wow. The, the original mug shoddy. Man. Yes. If we only had a, uh, Instagram yeah. at that point. Holy That's moly. amazing. That is Yeah, amazing. and this is all happening like four to sixth grade. Yeah. You know, wow. when she tried to burn so down her just house imagine and, what happened. Yes. Yeah, have you followed up? Is she actually in jail now? Yeah. She, we, the last I'd heard, my you know, my brother's in law enforcement. He gave me an update 10 or 15 years ago <laughs> that she'd been in and out of jail. Oh, man. Oh. Mostly in, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's not out right now. They would always t- always tease me, though, that I was going to end up marrying her or whatever because we were the same age. You know? Oh, my God. You don't get your act together, you're going to end up marrying Holly Proudy. Was so she, she, was, she was she was a cautionary tale. Yes. At your house. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you don't want to end up with Holly Prouty. Where is she now? All right, uh, the bar has been set pretty high. Yeah. What are you gentlemen bringing to the she table? Might be listening out in Fort Worth right now. Okay. Maybe and you just buried. Oh jeez, Holly Prouty on the side of some road. I think it's probably the Notebook. Now. These two gentlemen have not seen the Notebook. Never they don't seen plan it. on seeing the Notebook. Oh. Mike does not care to watch movies that his wife wants to watch. It's actually, I don't care about watching romantic, drama, boring-ass movies. You don't love love? I love love. 
in real life, I don't want to watch two hours of talking and stuff like that. Where's the action, man? Where's the action? Yeah, there's action. Bomb. I'm with you, Mike. There's some serious <laughs> like, action. Geez, in the all right. I get it. Girls like talking. What at at one point, she starts to slap him and stuff. <laughs> oh, my it's God. <laughs> oh, all right. So is there anything you can say from the notebook or that would appeal to Mike Bassett? No, after that, I don't think anything. Because at one point, we tried to convince Colby to watch Love Actually. And I feel like we had a good strategy. Hans Gruber is in it. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson is in it. Yeah, but that's a Christmas There's movie. There's boobs. I was like, this has so many of the things that you like. Yeah. He hit all the right notes. He And he didn't watch it? He said, it's got love. And no, it's got love in the title. I ain't watching it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that, bro, that does hurt things a little bit there. You know, I think he builds a house in that movie. Maybe that'll get you going, Mike. The Notebook? Yeah. Oh, he yeah, he's builds got, he's a house. Got a hammer and nails. Doing some real man things. Yeah. All right. Hammering away. And the tools as well. So he doesn't have nail guns. He's he's literally hammering it's an every old timey nail- movie. It's an oldie. It happened in two thousand four. Yeah, well, but it's but it's not set in two thousand and four. Yeah, it's set in eighteen eighty. No, it's like the forties, maybe. I think then, World War Two yeah, around forties. Yeah, uh, eighteen. When there's we, love letters. When Columbus discovered the ocean no, blue. That, it's not Columbus did not discover the ocean, first of all, in nineteen forty two. There are so many factual inaccuracies with that statement. He's like, it's wow, it's blue. Nobody not gotten to the beach before. Did you guys see that water? (laughs) What? I discovered it. I found it. It's my water. I peed in it first. (laughs) He wrote Columbus and threw something in the ocean. He's like, it's mine. All right, Eric. I don't know. What do you think is the most romantic movie? What the hell? Good luck. Give me Notting Hill. Oh, Oh, it's a good one. I mean, are you kidding me? Friar Tuck? Uh... No, are you I thinking think of Robin, Robin Hood? Hood with the with the and fox? It's who's Nottingham Forest, <laughs> and you're definitely thinking of the animated version. Yeah, right? that's a okay. good that's a good movie. Okay, that's a good movie. That's a good romantic movie. There's action happening there. They're getting arrested. They're stealing from the okay. Lion. Yes, getting arrested count as action. I got the movie for Mike. They got, yeah. they got, I got it. Here we go. A Knight's Tale. I've seen that with Heath Ledger. Yes. Yeah, before yes. he dies. That has action it's and it's a love story. Boom. There we go. And it's fantastic. Yes. Ni- that's Nike, Nike seen armor. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that good of a movie, but it, it, it was on TNT 73 million times. It's always on TV. I was in love with Shannon Sossum. Uh, what her name, whatever her name Where was. Where she had multiple ponytails yeah, or she whatever. Was in that. She was also in. Uh, oh. uh, that's what you call it. 40. What was the dude? Josh, Josh Hartnett. 40 Days and 40, 40 Nights. Nights. I love that movie. That Topical. was good. Yeah. Right. Oh, because of Lint. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It was a Lint thing. He gave up uh, oh, it was a Lint movie. all the I don't know if I would totally activities. say that, but thank you. Top 10 Lint movies. You guys have done. I can't. What time is that segment? 420. What, what do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure Gold, as always, thanks for asking. Of course, yes. Broadus is out sick, so send him some well wishes there on X. Day. Bubble Guts. Oh, no, and we just okay. ate his food. And then remember, Mike Zimmer coming up next yeah, Mike to Zimmer kick here off the and, show. Yes, that's right. right. Get out of here, and David man. Murphy at 4. Woo, we'll be back tomorrow, 10 to 2, right here on The Fan. Hi, Kevin. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.